Hello, Canada, and welcome to another Canadian Common Sense Rant. This is Canadian Common Sense with Lewis and Tony. Hello, Canada. Tony here. Today's date is February 27th, 2020. Now, I realize I have said an awful lot about railway blockades in recent episodes of the show. And unfortunately, sorry everybody, I am going to keep talking about railway blockades in this particular rant because, well, like my discussion about blockades, they just don't stop. And I want to thank the Ontario Provincial Police and RCMP services around the country for finally stepping in and breaking up some of these rail blockades, especially the one at Belleville. Thank you very much to the Ontario Provincial Police. However, I, no sooner was the Belleville blockade down and rail service starting to move again and blockades just moved elsewhere and you know on this show lewis and i have said several times that we make a prediction and say i don't want to be right and any regular listeners to the show you'll remember that we have said that time and time again and i only a couple of episodes ago had said I really don't want this scene to turn into another Oka. And I don't. That's the last thing I want to see is another Oka in this country. However, I was reminded of that again today, and I still feel bad for the family of Constable LeMay, who was the police officer who was killed at Oka in 1990, the Surette de Quebec. And... At Kahnawake, which is where you'll find Oka, there is, what do you know, a blockade. And what really bothered me was that Quebec Premier Francois Legault said he had received some intelligence that there was AK-47s on site, military rifles, military assault rifles, which are already banned in Canada. I'm not sure if the AK is, but you know, the whole assault rifle thing. But anyway, so Monsieur Legault said he did not want to send the Surette de Quebec in there to take care of, or to take down the blockade, you know, for the fear of officer safety. And hey, look what happened 30 years ago. I'm right on board with Monsieur Legault there. I don't want to see another police officer get killed. Especially since the person who killed uh, Constable LeMay has never, ever been brought to justice. We still don't know who did it. And... In a news conference with a Mr. Deer, I'm sorry, I can't remember his first name now. Anyway, he was talking with uh, Power and Politics on CBC and saying that, well, it was really irresponsible for Mr. Legault to suggest that there are AK-47s uh, you know, at the blockade. But he wouldn't deny that there actually were there, any there, and he quite basically admitted that there's still there are definitely AK-47s at the reserve at, at Ganawaki. And 
And if they've got permits for them and they're legally allowed to have them, then fine, have them, absolutely. But it really bothered me that, A, he skirted around the question when she asked if there was any at the blockade site itself. And his answer was, well, it's a peaceful protest. And he skirted around the whole issue about any kind of firearms there. And he had had a news conference earlier in the day, this is yesterday, and the person that was with him essentially said there would be no violence as long as police don't come to to, to take down this, this blockade. Well, so now you're threatening the police that if they come in to do their job and take down the blockade, you're going to attack them? Like, isn't that a threat? And I'm sure everybody in Canada by now, or at least a good majority of us, has seen the video of these idiots trying to throw burning pallets at a CN train, standing on the tracks as the train is barreling towards them and throwing rocks at it, jumping out of the way at the very last minute before the train runs them down, and then trying to light the train on fire or the tracks on fire or throw debris on the tracks to try to derail the trains. And, of course, Mr. Trudeau's reaction is, oh, they shouldn't be putting their lives on the line or risking their own lives. And it's like, well, it's not just their lives. What about the people that are actually on the train and that may get hurt or killed if that train indeed does get derailed or catches fire, for example? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, if there are protesters who are throwing stuff at a train, especially jumping in front of a moving locomotive, to me, that's Darwinism. So uh, go ahead and clean up the gene pool as far as I'm concerned. Is that harsh? Yes. Do I care? No. And unfortunately, this isn't the only place where blockades continue is at Ganawaki. There are these areas here. And uh, oh, and by the way, Mr. Deer was praising these Mohawks for throwing burning pallets at the train and whatnot because they're protesting and making their message heard or something is how, how he worded it. And completely unacceptable. Completely unacceptable behavior. And now apparently there's going to be some senior cabinet ministers meeting with the the five hereditary chiefs in B.C. Remember those five people that caused all this mess in the first place? Yeah, them. And... This isn't stopping. They're still blocking roads in Vancouver now and still trying to block rail lines. And they'll succeed because, you know, the police have already shown that, well, unless you get a big enough, if you get if you get a big enough crowd, we won't do our jobs. We'll just watch you and let you do your thing and make certain that anybody who counter protests, you know, stays away from you so we can keep you safe. We can't allow this to go on ladies and gentlemen. Now, I realize I'm going to be at odds with a lot of you when I say this, because I know I will be at odds with my co-host when I say this, but it's really getting to that time where we might need to bring in the Canadian Armed Forces again, like we did 30 years ago. Do I want that? No. Should the government be you know, unleashing the army against its own citizens? No. However, we have an armed forces to protect our country and our citizens against all threats, foreign and domestic. And quite honestly, trying to 
derail moving freight moving freight trains or even via rail trains trying to throw burning pallets and burning tires or try to light these trains on fire that says domestic terrorism all over it to me and it's very obvious that the police are either ill-equipped or unwilling to do their jobs and get in and take care of this problem and unfortunately we need to reestablish law and order in this country in order to move forward. And right now it appears that our police services are unwilling or unable to get a handle on that. And if you listen to the Conservative Party on opposition in Ottawa, they will say it's all, all the Prime Minister's fault for not getting involved in this problem right off the start to nip it in the bud. And maybe they're onto something. They they may have a point there. I'm not certain that I completely agree with that. I think that this particular problem with blockades right back in British Columbia, the, the RCMP should have jumped on that right away and sent the message to protesters that this kind of behavior is not welcome here. Instead, they let the problem fester, and then suddenly you've got American money and American bodies to help build and grow the protests. And it's getting to the point now where it's out of control. I mean, okay, yes, good thing to see CN Rail moving again, but it will take nothing to bring these protests back and shut those tracks down again. So I think we as a country are running out of options. We've already allowed mainly our federal government, but also protesters to derail our economy and pun intended and shut down our energy industry, which I know makes Justin Trudeau and his band of happy radical leftists happy. But we are destroying Canada's economy. Small businesses are bearing the brunt of this because these delays are costing them and costing their customers, which is us. And we as a country, as an economy, can't sustain this forever. We already have lost a quarter point of our domestic gross domestic product and for this year. And with our growth, it was only supposed to be 1.7%. So now at the very best, we're looking at 1.4, maybe even 1.3, depending on how much more we allow our economy to lose. Our rail lines are hundreds of millions of dollars behind due to being shut down for three weeks. So the effects on the economy have still not even been fully realized yet. And it's really unfortunate that our leaders in Ottawa are playing political ping pong and playing political games with people's livelihoods and people's lives. And they don't need to care because their gig is secured. They've got their jobs. And when Canadians lose our jobs, thankfully we have people like Pierre Polyev to speak up for us, but there certainly isn't any leadership anywhere else that's that's trying to speak up for us, especially not where we need it, from the police. And I've said this so many times, just do your jobs. Get these people under control. And unfortunately right now, we're not doing that. But it's time to take our country back, ladies and gentlemen. We can't stand for this. We need to demand better. We need to demand 
better from our leaders. We need to demand better from our law enforcement agencies. We just need to demand better. And we need to take our country back before it goes too far away. 